0: Hello and welcome to God is a Dad podcast. My name's Justin, in a minute I'll be giving my friends Dan and Jake a call, and we're gonna be talking today about fun and whether or not God is fun. Kind of the goal or the idea behind our podcast is we're three friends who are dads, and we kind of wanted to talk about and have conversations about what God is like and see how that applies to parenting or to our marriages or to just our life in general. So pretty much every week we'll come together around a different topic and ask ourselves what is god like and how does that set an example for how we ought to be in that specific area or that specific topic so just so you know if you have a topic that you would like to hear us talk about or have us think about and have a conversation around please let us know. You can message us through Facebook, you can message us through Instagram, or you can get our email from either of those places and email us as well. But we love to take requests for topics. Uh, We've gotten a couple already that we're gonna be doing in the next month or two. That really helps. We obviously like to talk about things that, questions that we're having, but also we're curious what other types of questions other parents are having. So please let us know, and we would love to get to those topics. That would be a lot of fun for us. So yeah, today, talking about fun. Is God fun? Does the Bible have anything to say about God being fun? What can we learn from our experiences as parents and having fun with our kids to what God's like, that kind of stuff. So I hope it'll be a good one. I hope you enjoy it. I'm interested in this one, so let's go ahead and get to it. So, the, yeah, I mean, I think the, the question comes from this idea that fun seems like a universally good thing. Yeah. Right, that everybody in the world could agree, fun is good, worth pursuing, whatever. But also at the same time, it's very seldom discussed in the Bible,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? And I think that's kind of where the question comes from: is that I personally feel like fun is important to God; it's important to His, you know, to His kingdom, to kind of His values on the earth. But also, it's not something that's expressed explicitly a lot in the scriptures, and so then I feel like it becomes this sort of confusing concept for people that are trying to follow God because the place we go for a lot of or most of our information about God seems to be pretty mute, right? So is fun important to God? And if so, then why? What is his perspective on fun? Why is it important or valuable Mm-hmm. so i don't really have like a ton of profound thoughts on it it's really a question for me so i'm I'm hoping you guys have some some idea or some thought
2: so to address maybe the first thing that you said where like it's hard it's hard pressed to find in scripture mm-hmm. that god is fun i don't think it is i think that paul doesn't list out like God, like he doesn't include fun as one of God's characteristics, but if you look at Jesus's life, I think that all of his miracles are fun. I feel like any miracle that he participates in would be fun, would be a fun miracle. Like it wouldn't, (laughs) but it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be maybe the first, I don't know, if you're in the boat with Jesus, you wouldn't, (laughs) you wouldn't think like, oh, this is such a fun experience, but you would look back on it and you would think, wow, like that was that was crazy, you know. Jesus has to be having fun with his disciples. Like, guys, chill out. It's not your time, you know. Like, wind be still.
1: Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think it's unique when, when you say that it's so universal. Because what, what few things are, like, so universal where right. everyone's like, oh, yeah, fun is pretty important. And everyone likes to have fun. So good that, food, good food. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I, I think my, in terms of like finding it in scripture, my first uh, go-to place would be Jesus's first miracle. You know, when he's turning water into wine, that sounds like a pretty fun thing to do. And it's interesting that that would be, <laughs> and that would be the first miracle that that would like sort of build momentum for the rest of his uh, ministry is that he starts, he starts it out by just having fun and doing something like pretty casual. So some would probably say like almost controversial because mm-hmm. I'm sure when you turn the water into wine, I'm sure like some people got drunk off it. So, right. so I don't know. Like Jesus is like, Hey, well, we'll have fun. And, and I'll do getting
2: Is getting drunk fun, Jake? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Uh, neither would I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Back in my days of blatant rebellion. <laughs> Sorry, continue. I no, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I can't imagine, like, heaven or the kingdom of God not being fun. Like, I, I don't necessarily have the scripture that says, like, explicitly heaven will be or is fun.
2: I mean, nothing stated. Very few verses. You're right that I would have a very hard time finding verses about God's funness or his, or his quality of maximum fun. Like His holiness, or His grace, or His mercy, His planning, His sovereignty—whatever you want to, whatever characteristic you want to like define—but it's not a stated characteristic of God often in the Bible.
1: Yeah, so. I, I, I think I, I tend to agree with that because I feel like most, uh. I feel like fun, like the word itself, isn't spiritual enough, and so that's why it's hard for us to comprehend it and to associate it with God. Because we have all these other words that, especially like in the New Testament, and you see Paul list all of these things that he wants the the people to like hey like give thanks always like rejoice celebrate no he uses all of these descriptives that like in general would encompass what fun would be (laughs) like all of those things are fun to do when when I'm thankful when I'm rejoicing when I'm celebrating even when I'm doing quote-unquote spiritual things when I'm worshiping when I'm declaring freedom or healing over someone's life. All of those things are, like, fun. And so I think that's part of the stigma towards the word and towards our, like, comprehension of it, is that, like, the the word fun doesn't fit in with the spiritual categories that we're used to. I, I don't necessarily have the scripture that says explicitly heaven will be or is fun. But I don't know. I think if you just logically think about God and who he is and who we are as humans, why would it not be fun?
2: Isn't that, I mean, that's like every kid's worst nightmare. That Mm -hmm. heaven sucks. (laughs) Like when I was a kid, I like, I never was excited (laughs) about the idea of heaven. Because I just pictured a bunch of people sitting in pews with hymn books open. To like this amorphous shining figure ahead of me, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" It, it never, <laughs> it never sounded any fun to me. Uh, right, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think. I mean, I think that's kind of what I'm. Where the question comes from, where what I'm trying to get at is, you pull somebody off the street and was like, "Give me a hundred words that describe Christians." I don't think fun would be in many people's top hundred. And I have this suspicion that a big reason for that is because. We don't really have a deep and profound understanding of God's attitude towards fun. There's not a lot of examples of where we can see, like, God having fun or Jesus playing soccer or something and really enjoying himself or God, like, playing games with his people. Or I I don't know, you know, like, there's just not a lot of that in the book, you know, in, in the Bible. And I think it's out there, and I think we can get, you know, through the Holy Spirit and through our relationship with him and through, you know, understanding the world and the way he set it up, we can, we can understand it. But I, I just think there's something a little bit lacking because, I mean, like you said, church and the Christian expression of, you know, relationship with God doesn't seem to be a lot of fun to kids or to the outside world, right? So I'm just wondering what it is that you think that we might be missing uh, <laughs> in, in order to be fully expressing perhaps God's funness. Because I totally, I mean, I totally agree that, you know, heaven and the kingdom is full of fun, but it doesn't seem to be fully resonating with myself or the Christian body at large. I'll you disagree? Not,
2: no, I, it's not that I disagree. I just wonder how much of it is because we're Westerners and our church structure is so dominated by teaching and order. Like, I, I wonder if we were... In a home church in China or something different than what we grew up with, if we would have enjoyed it as kids or even more now. And the focus was more on relationship than it is learning. Yeah, like the setup for so much of church and like what the Western church prioritizes is logical or rhetorical ladder to climb. I feel like that's what I've been brought up in. But Mm -hmm. I like look around and I'm thinking, I think, yeah, we, we definitely overemphasize knowledge over relationship. And I think if we were more relational in the church, then we would probably have more fun.
1: That's good. Yeah. I like that.
2: All the things you could look to, like in the world that would point to God's desire or God being fun, like him creating the world, one, if God was boring, then why would he create half creation? (laughs) Right. You know he created a spouse for man, or yeah, you could like look at a whole bunch of just like creation things in order to see that God's fun, but I think when we just get stuck in a mode of learning about it instead of experiencing what he has, we miss out on him,
1: I think too, like looking at it from a perspective as a parent when when i when I think of like God as our parents. When I watch Elliot have fun, that is a lot of fun in and of itself. Yeah. And so, like, whenever we go and hang out with uh, the grandparents, what we will do now is just set Elliot in the living room floor, and he just runs around and does things. And we all sit around him and just watch him and talk about how <laughs> much fun he's having. Like, that's the source of entertainment now for right, right. my family. And so I yeah. feel like that—that's like a—I feel like that exemplifies God's heart when He's watching us. He wants us to have fun because it's fun for Him to watch us have fun. Mm. So I—I—I yeah. I, I feel like that's a pretty universal, like parent thing. Like it's fun to watch your kids have fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I—I I definitely had the thought when when we you know we first had James or whatever. and He's yeah, similar age one or two or whatever, and they start to get kind of interesting and move around or whatever. You, you realize that for millennia, like children were the TV before TVs, right? You, know? you, you would put them in the middle and everyone would just watch them. And it's now you now you have television, so you don't need kids. But if you didn't have a kid, you were kind of out of luck for quite a bit of entertainment. I can totally see that God's watching us have fun and he's enjoying that. And that's one reason he wants us to have fun. My other question was, you know, a big part, James is five and Cameron's four. And it, so a huge part of my relationship right, with them right now is playing with them, right? They always want to play with me. They always want to wrestle, they always want to play basketball, they always want to play sword fighting, or shoot guns, or build Legos, or whatever it is. They always want to play. And I was just asking myself, you know, if God if God is our dad, what is the parallel in my relationship with him, yeah, with God playing with me, to me playing with my kids, you know? Is there a parallel? I I, I really couldn't think of a good, does God play with us? What are, Does he want to? <laughs> are we missing out on something? That's a really good question. I like that. I just feel like I'm missing something. Because if God's a dad, and that's something that seems like around the world, dads are huge players with their kids. It's a big part of being a dad. I was stumped, and I really didn't have a good a good answer.
1: <laughs> so so would you say he... I think most people would probably say that he is having fun with us from his perspective. We just have to like adopt his perspective of what's fun, and then we would have a lot more fun with God. I, mm-hmm. I think that's what most people would say. But I would... I feel like that's not how kit ninety nine percent of the time Elliot dictates what's fun, or he he decides what's fun, and so if I try to like dictate that to him, if I'm like, "Ooh, sit down and watch this TV show that I really like, Elliot's gonna run and hide under a blanket right now. so i I don't know. I, I feel like God wants us to like tell him what we have fun with and then he will play with us. Hey, what did what did you enjoy doing? And let me be a part of it.
0: Yep, that makes sense. So I was trying to ask myself the question: When am I like when I have the most fun? How involved is God? How much do I recognize His involvement in that fun? Yep. And I think I, what I hear you saying is that He is there and He's having fun with us. But whether we recognize it or not, sort of is is kind of up to us, right? And I was, I was just thinking about that and I was thinking about, you know, the times I have fun and when I have recognized God in that. And what I realized was, so I just like playing sports. So that's like the first thing that i thought of, you know, like when I'm playing sports, get fully in the game. And is, is God like a part of that, you know? And for the most part, I thought of the two ways that I involve God in that activity is one, you know, it's, it's kind of like the football huddle before a game where we all like pray that God keeps everybody safe. We, like, involve God as our protector in fun. And then the second way that I've started to involve him is praying that I would maintain my, like, righteousness within while playing the game and not get, like, mad or whatever. Uh, and you know I, that just doesn't really quite possibly
1: the two yeah. least fun ways to involve god
0: yes precisely that was exactly that was exactly like the epiphany that i had that like safety and like good behavior you know like right. i was like that's as much as that's as much as you're involved in my in my fun fun activities
1: like what 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 child does that with, with their dads? like before right. they start playing that <laughs> yep. make sure i'm safe no. and
0: make sure I don't get mad at my brother.
1: Right. No, wait, no yeah, right. that's that. Yeah, right.
0: No one says that. Yeah, so I so then I was like I was that that was exactly the thought I had. So then I was just thinking, what, you know, what does that look like cognitively to involve God or become more aware of him in a fun, in a fun situation? If that makes sense, you know. So like when I'm playing sports or when I even when I'm like playing with my kids or when I'm hiking or doing whatever you think is fun, what does it look like to involve God in a way that he's participating in sort of having fun alongside of you?
1: I mean, I, I feel like I can come up with the cheesy, like, ooh, God, tell me what you're doing right now, which I think is <laughs> valid, except sure, sure. because I think when, when we ask him, what are you doing right now? What are you saying about this situation? I think he will, like, talk to us about. I, th- I think for me, the challenge is, am I actually going to ask him that?
0: I mean, one way that I've tried, and I'm not very, I'm not very consistent with it, but if I'm doing something that, that is fun, but that I'm like trying to get better at, trying to improve at, I have tried to sort of involve him as my coach, kind of, involve him how to, how to teach me better, you know, and like learn and and just be kind of reflective and say like, what do I need to do better? How can I improve this or that kind of thing? And that, that, I mean, that that works and that is fun. It is fun to get better. But, you know, that's, I'm I'm sure someday, I I guess I've already started coaching my children in how to get better at fun things. But that's not quite the same. It's not exactly the same as playing with them, you know, it's a little bit different because there's kind of a purpose and an objective and that kind of thing when you're coaching. Um, But I do like that. I mean, that is, that does work and I have, it helps, I think.
2: So here's my question. I feel like we can all agree that fun is good. Yep. Or, or are there reservations there?
1: We, we agree that fun is good, and we agree that God wants us to have fun. We just don't know how to actually engage with it.
2: Mm, but Justin's looking a little doubtful over there. Yeah, I
0: mean, I'm not sure. Like, if someone was like, why is fun good? Why is fun important? Why is fun valuable to God? I mean I think that like I'm not sure I, I believe it myself. Yeah yeah I, yeah. I think I should be able to explain why fun is important. Why it's a good thing.
2: I don't know if you can do that. I mean you could say it's energizing, it keeps you motivated, it's always good to interact with others. It's kind of like well why why do emotions exist? They just do. Why why is fun a good thing because it is. And like I I appreciate Kinda like the exercise or or trying to justify it a little bit, but I'm also kind of like it just is. Like it just is fun and it just is good. I don't know if it is any more difficult than that. I mean, it's very easy to talk about like why fun could be bad as well, if it becomes selfish, or if you become selfish to the point that you're ignoring God or ignoring others and turning in on yourself and you're doing things that aren't actually life giving. But if the fun that you're having you know is producing good fruit and is in accordance with the holy life then it just seems like it would just naturally flow out i i just don't know if it's any more complicated than that now how to like implement god in fun or how to like make sure that we're having fun be a righteous part of our life instead of like an idol in our life i don't know do you see what i mean justin I just like, listen, I, I listen to you and I think like you already believe that it's fun. And I feel like anybody that you ask is going to say that fun is important.
0: Yeah, I guess I don't. I guess I don't really think that uh, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I know. I do think the fun is good. I guess. I no, no, no. You don't that... think
2: anybody would. I think if you press people and framed it in a way that. If you had a mutual definition of fun, I think you can, could convince or could lead anybody to the decision that fun is a good thing.
0: Yeah, probably. I guess I think I'm missing, and perhaps the larger Christian body is, I guess, just undervalues it. And I think that's partly because they don't really understand why it's good, why it's important. I wouldn't say that like fun is a major goal that Christians are trying to accomplish in their life. Sure, for the most part, and I think that comes back to our view of God and what what we th- he thinks is important. I guess I mean, like, do you think that do you think that most people view pursuing fun as is like a spiritual act? Because the the way I always saw church or whatever is that like if you had church and you did the worship and you did the message. And then it was kind of like church was over and then you had the fellowship with the fun part, but that was not really the spiritual part of church. You had to do the spiritual part in order to kind of like get to the fun part. But I never really saw the two as linked or whatever. Or like as a kid, you know, you had your like teaching time or you had your whatever, but and then it would let you go play on the playground. There was a pretty hard distinct line drawn in my understanding of, of what was spiritual and what was just play or worldly. And I guess that's like the distinction that I'm trying to break down in my mind. Understand in God's heart how the worship and the play could be both important. Yeah. But, but just in like different ways, you know. And I think we, I think you could understand, I think you could explain pretty clearly why worship, learning, why the teaching, why the study of scripture, why the prayer is important to God. I think you could describe that pretty easily if I asked you why it's important. You wouldn't say, well, it just is. But the fact that I can't do that for fun or play I think that if I understood God a little better and I understood that part of him, then I think I would be able to explain him. That's my, that's my theory. I could be wrong. You may be right that it just, it just is. And there's not really a way to explain it.
2: So my thought would be like, I would probably put worship more into the category of fun. If done correctly. I think the majority of churches in the West have made the distinction and kind of shot themselves in the foot because then, then you don't feel like you're not, permitted to have fun or you're not permitted to break the mold in those areas because you have your spiritual acts and your non-spiritual act but if you were to incorporate all of it into like just having your life as a living sacrifice i think that a lot more church or non-church activities you know you just view your life in a whole much in a much more comprehensive manner of life for god like am i answering your question or am i am i not answering your question.
0: So maybe maybe a good question I could ask you that would help is how have you learned w- what in your life has taught you that God is fun? I know certainly as a kid I did not think church was fun, therefore I did not think God was fun. Yeah, there uh, might be some similarities. Uh, so so how have you grown? Sort of I guess in your in your belief or your your understanding that God is fun.
2: My breakthrough came when I was. Do you remember that the apple question? Like, can I can I enjoy eating this apple? you remember asking that question no i don't oh there's uh, a time in a saw. So- do you jake yeah uh yeah i think
1: that was the the first uh, interaction i've ha- i i had with no he, way actually. seriously yeah it was one of the first because i i vaguely remember this conversation when
0: he
2: had the the long hair yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i was like I don't know. I think we kinda came on the question mutually.
0: Can you tell me what what was the question and what was the what was the context of the question?
2: The question I was like can I eat an apple and have fun and it not be a sin? Can that act be okay or permissible? Right, Jake? Something like yeah, that?
1: Yeah, to to just enjoy eating the apple. It tastes good. I like it. It looks <laughs> great. Eat an apple. Is that okay? <laughs>
0: See, yeah. I feel like this, this is funny that I'm like having to try to talk you into this idea that like, it's not just assume that God's that God's fun. And that, and then you're like, but I used to like wonder if it was okay to just enjoy eating, <laughs> eating an apple.
2: <laughs> yeah, but but if somebody had like, if I had gone back and yeah. talked to myself, I right, right, right. 100% sure I could convince myself to have fun. I mean, I see what you're saying, though, like it is. It's kind of ironic. Yeah.
0: So I'm just asking you to talk yourself into it. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, talk your 20, 19, 20 year old self into having fun and and doing it based on who God is.
2: I had a really hard time doing anything. Well, no, I didn't have a hard time doing anything fun, but I had a hard time (laughs) allowing myself to do stuff that was fun for maybe like four months. Cause I was like, if it's enjoyable. I, am I placing it above God and His Word? And
0: sure, adultery, yeah. right?
2: Yeah, I had a, and I viewed fun it like taking over my mind or my body or something. I think what changed my perspective was the purpose for having fun or enjoying the apple. Uh-huh. Like I, the big thing for me was was I thankful for the apple? Did I view it as provision from God? Did he create this for me? And like, if he did, why? And oh, it's for my health. And he made like the sugar molecules interact with my taste receptors. On my, like, he didn't have to do that. He did mm, it sure, so yeah. that his kids could could enjoy the experience. And once I saw the perspective that you to have fun, and it could be receiving a gift that's what like allowed me and and freed me up a lot to, Mm. to have fun. I thought I was placing it above God to enjoy or to have fun.
0: Yeah. I like that. That's cool.
2: I think that was, that was the breakthrough for me was just recognizing that it, that like fun and the opportunity to have fun is a gift. And so like take the gift when it's good. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Like fun is fun is a gift. One of the best gifts from God.
2: Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. I don't remember that Apple thing.
2: Oh, dude! So, I was, I was it was like remember. a. <laughs> it was a question for a while,
1: <laughs> and and I would say too, like fun is, it's such a great connector and avenue to go deeper into a relationship. I I think like if your relationship yeah. is solely based on fun, I I think there is like <laughs> it it's, it's fun sure, sure, it's yeah. whatever, but then. Right there's definitely like a shallowness the relational ceiling is only so high you know for that type of thing but i think if you're in a deeper relationship if you're living life together i feel like fun takes it into such a deeper better place i'm thinking about all of my like really like close core relationships that i've had throughout my life and all of them 100% 100 percent all of them would be fun would be a major portion of our relationship. Yeah. Everyone that, that I could think of.
0: Yeah. Totally. That's way isn't that some some kind of cliche marriage advice too? Mm. It's like uh as soon as you <laughs> stop having fun with your spouse, you're in trouble or whatever, or try to get right. the fun back in the relationship or whatever. That's right. a, for me the breakthrough happened when I was so I was at the, the Presbo the Presbyterian church on, on campus or whatever that they, they had the little prayer room or whatever that I yeah. found out about junior year. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in there, man. And the, the best, most memorable experience I have from like three years of praying in there was one time I just had the inspiration to, I, I will just ask God what's something, tell me something that I don't know about you. And his response was, I'm a God of play. And I don't really feel like I hear from God in in a real profound or concrete sense very often. But that time, it just felt it just felt as real as it ever has. It's like the one. It's like the one time that God has answered a question of mine that was like really, really clear, really, really crisp. I even asked him that same question again, like later, because I liked the answer so much, and I just like wanted to learn more. <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't really feel like I, I got the same kind of a response ever again since I've asked it. For me, I was it just like blew my mind. I was just like open, it. It opened it. It opened my eyes to thinking about God as a fun as a fun person, a fun being, someone hmm. who's about. and and enjoys it and like you said created it and has given it to us as something to to just kind of make our life better and you know enjoy himself too so if you were to describe (laughs) I'm just asking all these questions to try to get myself to think about fun from a different context see if I can come up with a better framework for it how would you describe what fun actually is when you are having fun what is happening to you or inside of you yeah I don't know what is the experience of having
2: fun well, that's a good question. I've got my answer. Shoot. My my answer for what fun is it is something that consumes my train of thought. That's just pretty much it. But in a way that's not bad. Like that's, that's, it's something that I can give myself to or that takes over my, my train of thought or my body. Usually it's something that I don't realize is happening to me at the time. But when I stopped the activity, I'm like, oh, what are my responsibilities or what are my next steps? And before the activity, I would have been so focused on completing my list of tasks or kind of like being consumed with something else. But this is it's carefree, kind of like consuming train of thought. And it happens with like either talking with people Exercise, anything. Yeah, I like stories, stories, and like kind of competitive events. Those are like my most reliable ways of producing that experience in my life. I think for me, it's
1: whenever I have the perception that it's my choice. Everything I do is obviously like my choice, but when I feel, when sure. oh, yeah. when I'm perceiving. That, hey, anything I'm doing, I'm actually yeah. choosing to do it. I feel like yeah, that yeah. it's it's always, like, fun. Because I'm yeah, like, yeah. why would I not? And we, we talked about this before, but my, my whole mindset would be, if I broke it down like that, like, why would I do something that I wouldn't enjoy? So even Mm -hmm. something as little as like, Ooh, I'm making a cup of coffee that I'm choosing to do that. That is like really fun right now. Uh, Whereas things where I feel like it's more of an obligation. I feel like I quote unquote have to do it. Not, not that fun.
0: Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. That, that kind of goes along. I mean, both of yours kind of go along with what the thought I had was when I'm having fun. That's the closest I think that I get to of a feeling of total freedom,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: guess. Yeah. Kind of kind of what I assume that heaven will feel like, where there's no, like kind of like you said, Dan, you're, you're taken out of your world, all of your cares, your worries, the things you're focusing on. You're just, you're just kind of you, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because like you're saying, Jake, I mean, it's, it's the thing that you, it's your first choice. This is my first choice of what I want to do right now. Right. And yeah, that's kind of what I assume it's like to be in the presence of God. All of your cares, all of your worries are taken away and you kind of get to do whatever you want. But like you said, it's hopefully what you want to do is like a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But yeah, it's like just the, the feeling of total and complete freedom. And you kind of almost get, you're right, you kind of get lost in it. Like when I, when I feel like, like that, the world itself almost changes. My perspective on the world changes from looking outwards towards to just being. So just kind of existing sort of as I am. Yeah. It's kind of like what Nicole has talked about. She's talked about this idea of the flow state lately because she, 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 she takes photos of our kids and she really likes editing them. It's one thing she does during you know, any given month. I don't know why. Because she, she loves photos and she loves like, pretty stuff and then she loves making photos pretty or whatever. <laughs> and she'll just go into our bedroom where her computer is and I'll be out here with the kids and it will be like two, three hours and she, I just won't see her. And then I'll go like looking for her and then I'll find her in there and she's just doing her, her photos. And I'm like, do you realize it's 4 o'clock and you started this at 1230? <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> and she describes that as like her flow state where she's just is kind of, her, she loses herself kind of in the activity uh, mm-hmm. and just is living as she is with no consideration for other, you know, other things. I think to some degree that's how I want to live every moment of my life. I think mm-hmm. that would be you know if i could but that's the that's the struggle right so
1: man if i ever have photos to edit i will send them to nicole gosh see i've asked
0: her about that (laughs) i'm not sure she would get the same out of it because i think part of it is that it's our family and she Uh, likes chronicling our family or that kind of thing but yeah i'll I'll run it by her to see all right well uh i wanted to yeah i wanted to (laughs) I don't know. I feel like I always do a bad job of signing off on these podcasts. I have a hard time figuring out how to edit them so that they're not really abrupt. So what I'd like to start doing is I'd like to bring back the that your salvation question. <laughs> uh, and I'm guessing the more that I thought about it, I'm guessing that I will always be like Dan and say, no, there's nothing I want to put my salvation on. But just in case, I, at the very least, it's a way I, it's essentially a, like an out to be wrong every time that we talk. You know, people listen and just be like, we might be wrong. We're not really sure. God might not be fun. We don't know. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just because, I don't know, I just think that's, uh, we're not trying to take the perspective or the attitude that we, you know, I think the way we're approaching this podcast is that we're just talking and not really trying to teach and not trying to say people should do this or shouldn't do that or should think this or should think that. We're just talking. So, so with anything that we have said today, is there anything that you guys would bet your salvation on?
2: No. <laughs> I was, I was waiting. I was, I was waiting for Jake. He looked very tense I just
1: I would bet that heaven will be fun. I would bet my mm. salvation on that. I'm, I'm like. That's a good one. Because if it's not, do you even want to go? Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like my salvation is dependent on heaven being fun.
2: Sure.
0: Like,
1: yeah, like the, what... Those are t- they're intrinsically tied.
0: Mm. Because because the world is not fun, and so if you're being if you're being saved from the world, then right. heaven must be yeah. Fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's fair. Yeah, I still think I wouldn't, but I can I can see your point.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like cool. that's going to be yeah. a common one-two split, probably. Yeah, yeah.
1: I I will um, always have something. I'm a camel. I'm a, gamer. <laughs> I'm a
2: gamer. You've done the like that. the last one, right? You bet your salvation on something else. Last time, right?
0: Yeah,
1: I, did. I, I think it was, wasn't it the same the topic?
0: It was about parenting not being hard. And you said you would bet your salvation that believers should be able to, should parent different and should have different, like different perspectives or different attitudes than non believers about parenting. Yeah. Mm. Oh, cool. man. well,
2: uh, yeah, Wait, Yes, I mean. Wait. Yeah,
1: here's my one request for this podcast: Can we get sure. the Kawhi Leonard? Uh, I'm a fun guy. Drop every like two minutes. <laughs> <of> this podcast.
0: <laughs> what? It's a uh, yeah. It's just this basketball player who's who's known as to be the serious, like the never smiles, kind of like a robot. Most
1: boring, yeah. least fun guy you could ever imagine. But
0: well, he's kind of unhappy with his persona. I think he wants to. He people wants don't like to be, like to be fans of of boring guys, right? So he wants yeah. to make more money better shoe deals and all that kind of stuff so he wants to be fun but then in, in like this press conference he was trying to convince the reporters that he was fun <laughs> oh. and it was it was uh it was just perfect
1: the, the reporter was like what what do you want people to, to know about you that they may not know and he, he responds
0: uh, i'm a fun guy uh obviously i love the game of basketball um I mean, it's just more questions you have to ask me um, in order for me to tell you about myself. I just can't give you a whole spiel.
1: And he says, I'm a fun guy in the least fun way possible. <laughs> you're just so unconvinced that he's fun. Yep,
0: yep, yep. That's yeah, awesome. you're less convinced because he said it. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. But, but then he goes on to let out a laugh unlike anything I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't even know where you're sitting at. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's right there. Yeah, the glasses.
0: There you go. All right. <laughs> cool. All right, guys. Thanks for the thanks for the time. Cool. I had I had fun. All right. Thanks so much for listening in. I hope you had as much fun as we did making it. If we could ask you for one thing, it would be to tell somebody a mom or dad, husband or wife that you know that you think might be interested in this podcast, and just tell them about it. Ask them to give it a listen. We're mostly making this because we wanted to have conversations with each other, and we really get a lot out of them. We really enjoy them. But if other people want to listen in, that would be great, too. So if you have people you think would be interested, let them know. That would be awesome. Otherwise, we will see you next week. And remember, if you ask him, God will tell you. I'm a fun guy. (laughs) Have a good one.
1: There's so many ways to go and get it So take yeah, your yeah. chances and make it faster, yeah.